You know how fast you were going? What? How fast you were going? I don't know. Ten? Eight. Be advised, this is an explicit podcast, so if you're easily offended, get your panties twisted into a knot, turn this off before you get butt hurt and mad, start to cry, have to run to your safe space. All opinions are those of the host and his guest, and do not reflect the opinions of any government agency. He is the life of parties he has never attended. If he were to punch you in the face, you would have to fight off the strong urge to thank him. Sharks have a week dedicated to him. He is the most interesting man in the world. Well, welcome. Changed it up a little bit. Went old school on the intro and the warning. Those that have been listening to me for a long time. Uh, welcome. It's going to be a Sunday episode. Trying something a little different this time. Uh, what I did was I um, recorded, pre recorded myself as I thought of stuff or right after stuff happened using my cell phone. We're going to try it. Hopefully, the quality will be good enough. I downloaded it to the computer. So, uh, we're going to try that. Before we get that started, we got to get the other stuff out the way. First and foremost, we always have to do the uh, Patreon because uh, they help me pay the bills. Uh, these are 100% dedicated people uh, to it. Of course, this is a Sunday, so only the full crew members get shouted out. We got T Bird, she's a full crew member. We got Mr. Jim Pokrant, uh, hope I say his name right. Uh, he's a full crew member. He's a race car driving friend also. Uh, they also have a podcast. Uh, I'm going to put that on there so we can uh, shout it out. We got Mr. Hoppy Hopperson, our truck driving buddy. <clears throat> Him and Freebird are our best friends. <laughs> we got uh, Mr. Z Palmer, the crew member. We got Miss Laura Stimson, who's also a crew member. We got Roy Spaulding, not to be confused with Roy with the P. This is Roy with the S. We got a favorite girl from down under, JoJo. We got uh, Miss Kaylee Norris and Natasha A., our two nice ladies from Washington State. And we have, of course, Melissa H., uh, the OG crew member, the very first one. So, with that out of the way, if y'all know what's coming next, if y'all would like a premium great cigar, go to MyPatriotCigar.com and use the promo code MOTORCOP15. You'll get 15% off of your entire order. And I believe it's still the same. If you order $100 or more, you'll get free shipping. It ships out very fast. 
Very, very premium cigars. Big Red's even uh, testified to the fact he enjoyed them very well. A lot, too. If you want more of me, uh, haven't got the other guys on it yet. If you want more Motor Cop, from text to pictures, videos, extra episodes, and for the crew members that get lives, uh, go join the Patreon. Got three dollar hang around, six dollar prospects, or ten dollars a month. You get all of it. Plus, you get a, a crew members only mug that I send to you. You uh, I'm thinking about after if you stick around for an entire year, sending out something else free once a year to the crew members. Anyway, after you make a year, so go follow us on Facebook, Instagram. Motor Cop Chronicles was on TikTok uh, at under uh, D 7 Also, there's another TikTok page that holds stairs running for us. Uh, Rumble. I've been going live on Rumble. If y'all want to go, make sure you follow on there in case I get kicked off any of the other platforms since uh, I'm not quite PC. There's the private Facebook group, uh, The Clubhouse. That's how it's spelled separate words the then club and then house description there'll be a link in the description below if you want to join that got to answer three simple questions you answer them correctly i'll let you in uh no not we're going to get it started uh like i said it's pre-recorded stuff hopefully the quality's good and hopefully y'all like it shoot me an email send me a uh, direct message on Instagram or Facebook, tell me what y'all think about it. If y'all don't like it, I won't do it no more. If y'all like it, I'll do it more often because there's a lot of times stuff happens that I want to talk about and I'm old or other stuff happens and I forget about it. So this way, as soon as stuff happened or for some reason I think better in the mornings on my way to work, I'll just start I'll record myself. So it's probably going to be around 30 or 40 minutes is what I'm guessing. So, uh, we're gonna start it up, uh, and then y'all can let me which, let me know what y'all think. All right, we're gonna do this while it's on my mind. I'm sitting waiting for uh, the clock to turn fifteen hundred, and then we're going out on the interstate and uh, write some tickets for some overtime. Y'all heard me last week talk about the Addis cop that blew the stop, blew the red light, got in an accident killed two teenage girls severely injuring the male passenger he was charged two counts negligent homicide one count uh, negligent injuring bad guy was charged with I think vehicular manslaughter or manslaughter I'm not sure which and uh, whatever other charges he had and the news out here just vilified the shit out of this cop Oh, they shouldn't chase. They shouldn't do this, you know. The, the, the guy took his daddy's car and this and that. And I'll try to explain. I wish they would release the, the dispatch tape that was put out that this cop hurt. Because I'm willing to put money on it. That it never says Baton Rouge City Police are in, in, in a pursuit heading in, into the, the parish or city limits or whatever chasing a guy that took his daddy's car. It was probably dispatched to them as Battery City was in pursuit of a 
uh, carjacking or some type of subject with a push in robbery and all. They had no, no, no clue. But I want to get off at a point. And I'm bringing it up again is because now they had a politician come out, you know. Now he's on. Uh, they want them to do something. They haven't said quite quite what it was or what it's going to be about. They want to change pursuit shit. Well, of course, like I said, you know, Democrats always say, uh, never let a tragedy go to waste. And that's exactly what they're doing. Excuse the background right here. Like I said, I'm waiting. So, here we go. They're going to try to change the law or come up with something. They're not sure what it is going to be. They're talking about, I don't know, something maybe money-wise or something like that. Well, you know, that's fine. Go figure. Go go look at these other woke-ass places where they do this, and now nobody stops, to, you know, up 33% people failing to yield and all that stuff like that. My thing is, if, if you want to punish someone, I mean, it's like I said, it's a tragedy. No one wants these little girls' family to suffer the way they are. Then how often does this happen? They act like it's an everyday occurrence. It's not. Like I said, the, the cop was at fault, but let's put more of the blame on the criminal, the person that was running from the cops because he would have just pulled over in the first place none of this would have happened right none of it so if you want to change laws and this is like I said my opinion y'all tell me if you agree or disagree my opinion how I feel about this is if you want to change some shit alright let's change it so if you're you're I'd say bad guy but whoever if you're, you're the person driving the car that the police are trying to pull over. And you decide, screw it, I'm not gonna pull over, just gonna keep going. And you decide to run, and the cops are pursuing you. If you cause an accident that ends up causing bodily injury, hurting someone, either you hit them, you cause them to get in an accident, or the, even if the, the cop gets in an accident and people get hurt, yada, 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 y'all get the point. Somebody has bodily injury, you're the person that refuses to stop, mandatory 25 years in prison, no ifs, ands, buts about it, flat time, no possibility, parole, probation, or good time. If you're running from the police, and you caused the accident or involved in it. And when I say caused, I say the cops, like something just happened, which, yes, the cops, we need to be held responsible because we have rules we have to follow too. You have to be able, you got to follow them. But if you're the reason the cops are chasing because you failed to stop and death occurs, mandatory life imprisonment, no ifs, ands, buts about it. 
you want to make it more difficult on the cop, put stricter penalties on the criminal side of it. So the criminal might say, well, fuck, I got a warrant. I'll go to jail for 10 days, six months or whatever. Is it worth me running, possibly getting 25 years to life imprisonment and never get out just because I didn't want to go to jail for 10 days? May, put harsher, harsher penalties for the people that are causing the chases in the first place. But the politicians and shit want to make it harder for the people that are trying to stop the bad guys instead of actually stopping the bad guys. Like, don't make sense. I mean, that's just how I feel. Fine. You weren't. People ask me all the time. I was like, you know, I don't want to beat the dead or man, you ain't gonna stay, you ain't gonna stay. No. This is the reason why that I'm I'm not probably gonna stay longer than what I can. Cause I'm gonna be damned if I try to come out here and do my job and do it to the best of my ability with my hands tied behind my back. Now this ain't got nothing to do with the department. I love my department fucking politicians who ain't never enforced the law a day in their life but they think they know about it which is crap they don't know they don't know shit half these damn politicians out here don't know shit about shit just because you go get a college education don't make it means you book smart don't mean you have any freaking common sense never lived in the real world or anything like that That's all I gotta say about that right now. So, you know, whatever else comes up. I don't know how this is gonna sound once I move it over to the recording side of it, but I feel like when I feel like it, All right, well, that was fun. Just explained the whole thing and realized I was on photo and didn't hit record on video. So, I mean, try this again. Like I said, it's a new way I'm trying to do it. We'll see how it works out, depending on the sound. Just got off a traffic stop, pulled over a little white Kia, uh, 77 and a 60. Texas temp tags. Made my approach, uh, explained, you know, told the female driver, you know, why I stopped her, because I don't play the games and it's not a test. Stops you doing 77 and 60, I need your driver's license. Since it had temp tags, I asked for some paperwork on a vehicle. Because I don't, I can't run a, a, a regular, I can't run a tip tag. It's not going to come back to anything. So I said, is there any, is it in here where you can get to it? Because this car was jammed. I'm talking about this car was jam packed full of shit. Uh, you can tell it looked like she was moving or something. I mean, couldn't put nothing else in this car. She was in the glove compartment, which we'd have to take out all kinds of shit to get there. So don't worry about it. I'll just get off the temp tag. Just it's going to take me a few minutes longer. And uh, so I go back, I get a, get all the stuff I got to do. I come back and give her a ticket. Well, I'm telling you, no, I didn't say is there's two small children in her back seat. Uh, one probably around four, the other one maybe two, five or six or something like that. And uh, 700? Yes. Janelle Sailor. Uh, right just uh, 
There wasn't restraining car seats. Okay. You know, Janelle Taylor. She's got so much shit in here. They're crammed in there. Just a huge pet peeve for me. What? Make sure you strap the in and let it fly because there's nowhere to put them. I'm not going to sit out there all freaking day waiting for somebody to come from Texas. So, anyway, I explained it to her, the ticket stuff, and uh, she says, well, how much is this going to cost? Ma'am, I have no idea. And, and that's not a lie. I really don't know. I got enough shit to remember on my own. It's like, oh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm poor. Okay, well, you're driving a 2023 Kia. I know it's not a fancy car or nothing, but I mean, it's a brand new fucking car. You can't be too poor. She says, well, my dad got it for me because I, uh, I'm getting away from my husband. And so I said, well, you abusive relationship? Yeah, I was like, well, I said, I'm glad you're getting away, you know, because no woman needs to be hit. And uh, I said, I could have wrote you three, I could have wrote you three tickets. I only am writing you two tickets. Hey. And uh, what you got? I said, so I mean, I still, I mean, so I'm, I'm, I'm doing a I big break for you. I for Jamel uh, or Taylor out of Baton Rouge or the I explained it to her. I explained it to her, you know, Listen. that, you know, she's like, I come to Louisiana, go to court. And I'm like, Simple. All he has no. is a class I and a class D. No, you don't have to come to Simple. court. He's been ejected from the ferry line. Oh, you, all you gotta do is either pay it or come to court. It's up to you. Here's your options. So many people think when you give them a ticket, if you sign the ticket for some reason, it makes you guilty. It don't make you guilty. It's basically a subpoena. That's all it is. I don't know why people think that. But anyway, she got her ticket and made sure the kids were strapped in and uh, wished her good luck on her. And uh, now, you know, I thought felt a little bad, but I don't know. I'm, I'm going to give her a 70% she was telling me the truth, 30% she was lying to me. I've been doing this too long or what. I've been, just, I've been lied to a lot. People lie. And I guess that, I don't know, makes me jaded or something like that. I don't know. I just I just don't believe most people, are, or I don't believe them fully. I give them a little ounce of it, but I mean, I... I I wrote one. I could have gave her three, so I probably saved her a good four hundred dollars on what what it, this ticket I wrote is probably like a hundred and eighty. Uh, I'm guessing most of them are new speeding ticket. Uh, so I saved her. I know that the no child restraints are two something, so I saved her four hundred dollars. So, uh, I shouldn't feel bad. I mean, she was the one driving that fast. So my, you know, she'd have crashed going that fast with those kids unrestrained could have been worse so maybe i saved your life so, uh, on to the next one uh, let's see how it goes all right here's the third part i guess i'll just keep them in this order finish writing my tickets get into the house Sitting back today, that uh, dispatch came out and said, uh, they said they had any units close to uh, an address. Well, happened to be close. None of the uniform guys answered. I assume they were busy. I don't know. I had just come off from eating. Uh, it was 
like a more of a civil domestic. I guess I'm, it's domestic, but disturbance uh, from my report. Somebody had a gun. Uh, the male party of it. So, oh, I was close. I went. Took me. I, mean, I was really close. My arrival time was probably like two minutes, three minutes at max. So I roll up. I go 1097, which means I'm on the scene. I get out, I encounter the male, and uh, he's in the front yard. Uh, don't look real intelligent, kind of disheveled. Yeah. Uh, lower income, you could tell. His trailer was uh, his trailer was not in the best of uh, shape, okay? Let's put it that way. It was a very older model trailer. Uh, the ones that were still, you know, made out of metal on the sides and the roof. Not shingled, vinyl side, and everything like that. It's a very older model trailer. Anyway, he's like, "Oh, everything's fine. Everything's fine." You know, uh, so I'm like, "Well, not a, something must not be fine because uh, I, I'm assuming it's your mama called us." Oh yeah, I'm like, "Where's she at?" Oh, I ain't do nothing. I, they just, you know, think it, 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 you know I gotta do everything. All right, whatever. Stay out here. And so I go inside. I got this little chihuahua dog. I'm talking about a little bitty chihuahua dog where he is barking at me. I'm not too much worried about it. Uh, this thing wasn't going to penetrate my boots or nothing with his little chihuahua teeth. He's barking. Every time I take a step, it would move and bark. It'd spin around in a circle and back up and bark some more. It was, I wish I got that on film. It was quite hilarious because it did this all the way down the hall of his trailer as I was walking to the back. Well, I see a, a younger female back there. I'm pretty sure that wasn't his mom because uh, he appeared way older than her, which I was correct. Anyway, Ed, I encountered his mom. She's a 78-year-old lady. She says that all she asked him to do was pick up this cup or, or bowl and bring it in the kitchen. Now, she's 78 overweight, did not look like she was in the best of health at all, okay, and she said he threw a fit, he said he had a gun, he was going to shoot everybody up, yada, 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 that's uh, all right, she's like, I want him gone, I want him out of here, the thing is, it's her house, but, but, people don't understand he's been living there he has a key to the house he has a room with stuff in it he has received mail and such there he's been there for over two weeks obviously this is mom that's considered it's 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 it, ugh, i can't speak he's ex, ex, anyway established i don't know why i couldn't say it residency okay the only way to legally remove him and kick him out of this house is to go through the eviction process. Even though you own it, he don't pay rent or nothing. Or anybody else. Matter. If you let one of your somebody listens let one of their kids move in or, you know, a brother, friend, whatever, and if they're a certain amount of time they have key, they have access to the food, can cook, you know, have belongings there and stuff like anything over two weeks stuff they've become a residence and you have to evict them. 
pain in the ass, right? Yeah, it is. It's a pain in the ass. So now you stuck with some motherfucker living in your house up to 30 days. Rent free. It's a messed up situation. But anyway, I didn't, I didn't explain this to her. I'm like, okay. Older lady, uh, you tell, you know, they're poor. And the dude don't look like he's very highly intelligent. Like I said, I'm making assumptions. Uh, I could be wrong. He could have been a genius. I highly fucking doubt it. Okay. So, I'm going through my head now. All this is happening all at the same time. The younger girl there was a... You got a granddaughter or something? She said she was there helping her grandma. That's nice. Or she was using her grandma trying to get money out of her. Because she probably gets Social Security. I don't know. And uh, again, make an assumption. I'm cynical, right? Remember, I've been doing this too long, so I'm jaded. I always think the worst. Anyway, I'm like, all right. So I'm going through my head. I'm like, well, fuck. If I tell this lady, I got you. Got to do this, this, and this. And it's just, it's, it's gonna. They're all kind of. It's, she ain't gonna understand and everything. So I go up to him. I'm like, look. He's like, I ain't doing nothing, man. They just. I'm like, all right, look, whatever. He, he works for some junk dude or something up the road. He was trying to explain the dude rides a bicycle. The freaking sole of his shoe was falling off. I'm like, look, how about this? Your mom's not happy. Now, this ain't the first time I've been there, but uh, from what I understand, because when they dispatched it at first, they just gave the name. It must be a, a regular or something. I look at him, I said, look, grab some clothes, go stay with a friend, go stay with somebody overnight, just don't come back here, give mom time to cool off, yada, yada, yada. So, he grabbed him some stuff, I couldn't have made it, like I said, legally, I couldn't just kick him out of his house anyway. So, he's like, yeah, I, can, I can do that. So, he grabbed him, changed clothes, changed the shoes, the ones, I guess, that the soles wasn't falling off of. Uh, he bends over his you know, to the same panel. I'm fucking ass crack from him. Just too much. Just too much. Just just too much butt crack. But anyway, he gets on his stuff. He gets on his bicycle. It'll be a white Nissan Altima. They're about he, to he, uh, pass the track. He, he skedaddles. He leaves, go wherever he's going and stuff like that. So he's he's down there. I go back inside. Mom's there. He's like, I'm just scared. I'm scared of him. I don't believe she's scared of him. Not there's me here. I didn't see any weapons or anything like that. I don't know. She was saying that, trying to get him out of there and whatever. But he left. Hopefully in a few days, whatever. Or he might come back tonight. For all I know, I don't know. Like I said, legally, I can't just kick this man out this house. And mama probably don't want him gone. She's just pissed off at the time. So I handled that. Why am I even talking about this story? Because it's not real exciting. It's not real exciting whatsoever. It's a typical call, basically, you get. You just, you know, you work around stuff because everybody was happy and nobody had to go to jail. And I didn't have to write a report, so that's a good thing, too. 
my point is I was out there for a good 10 minutes if not a little longer 10 to 12 minutes wasn't there a whole long long time okay but it was called in with the subject with possible gun correct yeah uh, thank God I'm not a one I'm used to handling my own shit because what I didn't like was the whole time I was out there the radio did not crack one time from anyone to see if I was code 4 not one time code 4 if you don't know most of y'all should let's tell me that mean actually if I'm okay is it seemed okay not, not one time about a 10 12 minutes not one time did anybody check to see if I was code 4 dispatch of the road units no other nothing uh, I know when when I'm listening to the radio if I'm not on a call and I hear somebody out on something like that and they haven't, you know, went code four within, you know, three or four minutes or even sooner than that and being there, I'll call and check myself or something like that. Nobody did. So, uh, that just, just kind of aggravated me a little bit. Just, I don't know if people didn't hear or, or what, but it just, it's just not the way that, you know, you should, I mean, dispatch should have done it. Uh, fucking fellow deputy could have just done it or whatever. I mean, I do. I don't know. Like I said, times are changing. Things are different now, I guess. I don't know. So, I don't know what y'all think. I mean, like I said, I'm used to handling shit by myself. When I first started this job almost 30 years ago, we didn't have backup where we were at. Uh, where I write tickets at, backup's very far away. I'm used to handling shit by myself. Shit goes bad, you gotta handle it. Nothing was going on bad. My point is just still supposed to be get checked on, right? So anyway, just wanted to throw that out there. Just something that kind of uh, bothered me a little bit, got under my skin. But it is what it is. It'll be what it's gonna be. So y'all stay safe. This is fun. Finished writing tickets for the day, which is, is uh, Thursday. About. Seventeen thirteen hours. Heading in from right ticket. Pretty much a, a non. Let me turn that down. Nine interesting day. Uh, did you know? Oh, if anybody's on Facebook, y'all saw the little meme I put out. You know, I was out riding, did a funeral, beautiful day, clear, 74 degrees, just gorgeous, perfect riding day. Came out, wrote some tickets on overtime. Uh, getting back into that, so I took the didn't ride any in December. So kind of gave it a break, gave myself a break from it, but. I was light, traffic was light. The tickets was easy to get. Uh, you know, lighter the traffic, faster people gonna go. You know, I let. I was in a good mood today. I let one guy go with a warning for you know, wasn't going super fast, like 73 or something, and uh, gave him a warning. 
from here, heading to Ruston to go visit his family, and uh, he's living in Chicago now, works for the airline or something, I don't know, I, I just, he was a really nice guy, I felt sorry for him because he had to live in Chicago with Beetlejuice, so gave him a break. Uh, this other one, uh, I'm giving a 50-50 on this one, really 50-50. I think she was lying to me. I'm leaning more that she was lying to me. But I didn't want to take the chance. Pulled over car doing 82 in the 60. Fucking great ticket, right? 22 over. Walk up. Of course, there's a female in the car. Uh, so, newer Dodge Durango. She, uh, of course, she's fucking big and pregnant. Saying that she's having having contractions. So the guy said, do you need an ambulance? No, they're only five minutes apart. I go, okay. So we'll slow down, so it's not gonna do you any good if you get in a crash, kill you and your unborn child. Uh, I don't know. I, I just feel that just my gut's telling me she was lying. That she's just using her pregnancy right now to get out of tickets. But, been that asshole before i might be again one sometimes i don't know i just i didn't want to take chances time the area i was in i just told her to slow down and let her go did she get over on me she might have like i said gut feeling telling me that that she because she, she still looked like she was carrying awful high to me when the way she was sitting down like I, i'm pretty sure she probably lied but if she did and she used her baby to lie to get out of a ticket. Shame on her. We all know karma goes back around. So, something, old, something you know, somebody's going to lie to her about something one day. It, it's going to come back around. Her kid's going to be really, really fucking bad. So, I don't wish no harm on nobody or her at all. I'm just saying, if you use your kid to lie, just got a ticket. I mean, that's just some bad juju right there. Gut feeling, she's lying. And she's used it before. So if this is true, she's only got a month or two left, and uh, she won't be able to use that excuse. Then she'll probably say her kid's sick or or this and that shit. She's probably one of those people. If I catch her again, uh, I don't care what excuse she gives me. I'm gonna hammer her ass. If I pull her over, getting up there, and she still hasn't had the baby, and she says she's having contractions, I, she better be crowning. I better see that the head of a kid sticking out of her crotch before. I'm not gonna let her go. I'm gonna call an ambulance while we're waiting. I'll deliver the damn baby and write her the ticket. Just for lying to me for last time. Last ticket I was gonna write her today. This is, to me, this is just like fucked up. Kinda aggravated me. I've been in a great mood today. It was a good day, like I said. I ride the bike, beautiful weather, escort a funeral. Just, just good day. Uh, except for the guy, well, Except for the guy that almost ran me and the Todd over. We're in the, the right lane, side by side, minding our own business. Well, this guy in this fucking Toyota truck decided he wants to be in our lane. And he just starts coming over on top of us. We hit our brakes, hit the siren, and he, he jerks back. So if I get beside him, I look at him, I said, look in your mirror next time. And well, he decides, he's like, I'm like, look in your mirror next time you get a ticket. Right in that ticket. I said, all right, I'll pull over right there. So he jerks in there, pulls over, 
got himself a little attitudinal problem for some reason. I mean, I'm the one that almost got run over. Not you. Because you're too fucking stupid to look in your goddamn right-hand side mirror and see the two fucking motorcycles. And you couldn't hear us? Nothing against Motor Cop for Life, but I'm in a Harley. With no baffles in it. Because I know they don't have no baffles because I took them out. It's loud. Like I like it. It's loud like I fucking am. You couldn't hear us? I was rumbling. So he pulls over. Well, for some reason, this man thought it was going to be a really good idea to jump out of his truck and start heading in my direction in an aggressive manner. I hadn't even turned my bike off yet. I got a kickstand down, which puts me in a very vulnerable position at this point. Now, at this point, I got two choices. I can just drop the bike on acid and take up a defensive stance. I could, or I could just wait and see what's going to happen and see if he's going to attack me. Or I do what I did and I, while I was putting my kickstand stuff down, I cleared leather, which I mean, I pulled my sidearm, my duty weapon on him, pointed it at him and advised him to stop approaching me or I would shoot him. Well, he stopped approaching me and said, go ahead and shoot me. I said, if you keep coming at me, um, I'm gonna, I will shoot you. I was gonna oblige him if he'd have kept coming at me because like I said, I'm straddled the motorcycle right now. I'm not in a very good position if he attacks me, okay? Anyway, I order him back. He does get back in his vehicle. He was smart enough to do that. He gets back in his vehicle. I go up there. I'm like, don't don't ever get out of your vehicle unless you're told to. I didn't know what to do. I said, then don't do nothing next time. Well, I didn't have nothing on me. My hands were up. You can see them. I said, I don't know what's behind your back. I don't know what's in your pockets. I don't know you. You don't know me. By the time we ended up doing it, everything was good. He was probably older than me, closer to 60. He didn't seem real intelligent by the way he spoke. I could be wrong, making an assumption. I'm just telling you what my observation was anyway i ended up giving him a warning after everything was said and done the top said <laughs> we ain't rode bikes and rode tickets together like that a long time the first stop you make probably gonna get complained on i said well i hope he does because you know what i can explain my i'm gonna talk and i'll, I'll use a big word like uh Edgar Allan popo i can articulate why i did it it's for my safety I plan on going home to my wife and my grandkids, and Duke needs me, the dog. Don't y'all agree? But I'm going home. I'll talk to you later. I, I, I'm not taking no chances out there. I watched too many videos yet. I'm not going to be one that just that's going to get taken out because I'm scared to pull my gun or have, if I have to use deadly force. I'm going home. I'm an old school cop. I'm not scared. I don't want to go to prison. I don't want to have to. It's been, it's been almost 30 years. I ain't never had to pull the trigger on nobody, and I don't want to. I hope nobody makes me have to do it, though. Because, like I said, if it comes down to something, somebody else and me, I'm going on. I plan on going on. I plan on being a winner. You can't come out here and do this job with a, a loser mentality. You have to come out here thinking you're going to win everything. You have a loser mentality, you may not make it home. That's 
think I said it before a long time ago, uh, when I went through police academy, the lady that was over it, when we were in there and still sticks in my head today, almost 30 years later, it's like she said, when you were growing up and y'all were kids and you were playing, you always like bang, bang, oh, you're dead. No, you can't have that mentality. It stuck with me. It's bang, bang, oh, you just pissed me off. You shot at me or shot me, you just pissed me off. The only way I'm not going to fight back is if I'm dead or totally incapacitated where I'm unconscious. As long as I have a breath in me, I'm going to fight, stay alive, and to take out the threat. But you got to have that mentality. There ain't no quitting. So, I didn't mean to preach on that one. This is the last one. This is the last stop I made. With this idiot in front of me was just doing slamming their brakes on the stuff. Moron. Uh, anyway, make a stop. 70, 76 and 60. Eastbound. 16 over. Good stop, you know. So, pull the car over. Man, while I'm making my approach, I can see the guys in camouflage fatigues. Like I said, I've been in a good mood today. So I was like, well, uh, I can see when I get up there, the guy's in, he's in military gear, army, whatever. Uh, I'm like, I'm in a good mood, still kind of early. I was actually going to give this dude a break and give him a warning and let him go. Really, I, I really was. That's what I had on my mind. And I was going to make another stop and break somebody else. I was going to let them have a break. It's like, I'm getting ready to stuck in some traffic way far out. I don't know what the hell's going on. Uh, anyway. Uh, like I said, I had my intention when I got when I saw that he was military. I was going to let him go. Give him a warning. Hey, buddy, slow down. Be safe. Have a good day. Just tried to be friendly. I looked at him and said, that's the reason I pulled Jeffrey in 76 and 60. He's looking for his stuff. I said, uh, so, so where are you heading? This is, this is just where he just just went wrong after this. So where are you heading, buddy? He said, east. I know which fucking direction I'm facing. I know I'm east, but I'm sure you're just not heading east. I said, oh, okay. You're digging for a shit a little bit. All I need your license right there. All I need your license. Head Louisiana. All you need your license. Got a license. Goes back. Walk back. Do my business. Walk back. Bring him his fucking ticket. Sign right there. Give him the spill. Drive safe is all he got out of it. So. East. Okay, Mr. Smartass. Got yourself a ticket. How you like that? wouldn't have. He was going to get a warning. Had it on <laughs> And just fucking just a dick. Fucking dick. I, and why you mad at me? I wasn't driving your car, motherfucker. 
I didn't have my foot on your gas pedal, but you'd have went away with a warning from Nice Man. But you're gonna be a dick for no reason. I'll bring this up. I plan on I'm gonna do a little more research on it. Anybody listens and knows some stuff. If I put this out in time, let me know. I was talking to a guy that I know today who just recently, just recently got out of the military. He was in the Army. Uh, he did, I don't know, a couple years. I think he was in two, two and a half years or something. Medical to mild or something. Anyway, he was full-time. He was full-time Army. Not Guard. Nothing like that. He was full-time. Uh, try not to go on. Been up since 4.30. Uh, he was telling me about this guy that, that was just a soldier and about this card that he had. About some kind of stress card or something. So I looked it up and it is actually a real thing in the military now. So I know I'm a cop show, but I was like, what the holy fuck? when I was reading about this shit because it's real. So I'm going to do a little episode on that coming up. And uh, maybe this is, maybe the reason I'm bringing it up is it's this, this army fuck that I just wrote a ticket to kind of made me think of it. Just probably why. And uh, some people may not be happy with, I'm, with that episode, what I'm going to say about the state of our military. It's, I'm trying not to be political with it, but I'm going to do an episode on it. So, uh Maybe I'll do it on the other one. I don't know yet. But stay tuned for that. Other than that, I don't know. I probably with this one and the other ones, I probably got enough to put something out. I'm probably going to put this stuff out for uh, Sunday. I might have some more stuff happen tomorrow. I don't know. If not, uh, we'll see. All right. That was... Uh all my recordings, I do see that I'm going to have to maybe not record while I'm moving so much. I'm going to have to read back and listen to it. I could tell the difference when I was sitting still and when I was driving. Uh, I didn't realize there was that much background noise in the vehicle when it was moving. All the stuff rattling and everything else. Uh, so we'll see how that's going to turn out. Uh, I hope you all enjoyed it. Uh, I'm getting ready to record a special one for the Patreon to also put it out. Y'all be safe out there. Watch your back. Watch your partner's back. Uh, always watch your six because uh, it's just getting crazier and crazier uh, out there. Mass shootings and everything from this, this Sunday. Uh, remember, we're not sheepdogs. We're lions. So uh, be the lion and uh, talk to y'all soon. Thank <laughs> you.